It feels like the first time. It feels like the very first time. It feels like the first time. It feels like the very first time. I I feel like you're clothed, if anything, right now. Yeah. yeah. And I would thank you to put on something a little bit more modest next time, Owen. Guys, welcome to the first time show. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> I like We're the, back. I like o- I like to open a show with an old switcheroo. It's always a fun. It's I love a good I love a good old fashioned switcheroo. Does he? Um, guys, welcome to the first time show. Welcome back. For those of you that stuck around for the leftovers, uh, we just got done watching the leftovers, and I haven't even gotten the taste of them leftovers out of my mouth. <laughs> But here we are, the, the soonest we've ever jumped in to a new piece of content on the show ever. We have moved literally, like, since last week we were on Leftovers, and now we're on what debatably could be one of the best HBO shows ever made, potentially. I know it's a huge yeah. thing to say, but I'm saying potentially because what they set up in this first episode is pure fucking horror movie fan bliss. An HP Lovecraft fan but did bliss. Did you watch the this season on Lovecraft Country at the end after the credits? Yes, we yes. did. No. Owen, oh, wow. I knew Owen He's would. Be a Owen, ride. no. But I'll tell you what. We were watching things. But here's the thing. We can watch whatever exists. We're watching this one real time, Owen. No, I don't like what I, I went in totally blind. I didn't watch any trailers Listen, or anything. Listen, every week we watched Watchmen, and I never watched the next time on, and everyone got mad at me. So I watched <laughs> it this time. Don't you dare. Well, that, I can't true, just always but, be getting in trouble. Well, here's true, the but deal. So far, that's different. Well, here's the deal. Uh, it doesn't even if you, <laughs> no one is a better film watcher than another based on if they watch the next time on. That's true, but here's the thing, and that's a good point, Thanks, Alana. Um, but You're welcome, children. Journey Smollett, who plays uh, what's her name? Uh, her name is Journey J U R N E E Smollett. She plays uh, Leticia, the lead incredible Letty female everything who's just so also beautiful i mean pardon my friend she's a smoke show (laughs) so i watched um clean up the language yesterday (gasps) no you did not we were watching this today i haven't seen it yet she's black canary and i just wanted to see what she she did last canary and she's so great in that movie that was just okay Um, that but, was unnecessary at best. But Journey Smollett, who plays Leticia in the show, Lovecraft Country, Letty, um, she tweeted out just as the episode was ending, and this isn't a spoiler, but she tweeted, y'all weren't ready, and just so you know, that's episode one. You're in for a wild adventure this season. Hashtag Lovecraft Country HBO, hashtag Lovecraft Hashtag Letty Lewis. She just put her own name in her hashtag. Yes, of course. <laughs> Fuck yes. At Lovecraft HBO. Hashtag Brett Yes. Oh. Thank you, Letty. 
But anyway, um, I you know, so you even if you didn't watch spoilers, right? Even if you didn't watch Wait, the what? Well hold on. Oh hold yeah, on, we know we hold should hold say there will be spoilers if, of episode one. Excuse on this. me. Excuse me. Oh, okay. Even if <laughs> no book spoilers. Even if <laughs> That's the, no one need, no one can know what that is yet. But can we get the baby a microphone? Shut your mouth about what that was. Shush. <laughs> it's a secret. Shh. Um but uh even if you didn't watch the next on or the preview for the whole season, this kind they did like an extended preview at the end of the episode. Oh, and if you're like Owen, I considered not watching it too, but that's not the point. If you also didn't watch it like Owen, it's okay because that tweet is just as good as watching that preview because the preview really features some insane shit and I'm very excited about it. And uh, I can't wait to jump in, but I want to do some housekeeping first. I first want to introduce all of my lovely co-hosts, hosts, show peoples. Alana Fickus is back with us for this season, everybody. Um, Let's see, I got cheering here. There we go. (laughs) There we go. Um... Brett Register, of course, is back again as well. Here. And <laughs> I'm using too many dynamic banter clips. Mike's going to call me any second uh, and with an angry, leave me an angry voicemail. Um, that's right, I know. Uh, yeah, uh, you shut your mouth. You don't work on the weekend, you piece of shit. Uh, but Brett... I'm glad you're back. I'm very excited to have you back. You're a good boy. And Me too. This was I'm your happy. idea. This is um. This whole thing was your idea. Yeah. I'm just gonna throw you under I didn't the bus. Read the book yet? Yeah. But I really, really want to. Yeah, I have it. I'm. I. The second we're done with this, I'm gonna read. Here's it. what we do. Let's, In the let's do. Uh-huh. Let's do our first ever first time show book club. <gasps> as soon as we're done with this season. We'll we'll all read the book and then we'll come back for an episode where we talk about the book. How about that? I don't know if I can read a horror. Watching it Well, I'll read it to you. Okay. <laughs> I mean I'm for Easy. it. I was gonna read it and I just <laughs> felt like it was getting too close and it wouldn't make any sense yeah. for me to read it and then watch it. Yeah. And then the I was afraid I would be reading it while we were watching it. <laughs> Then the monster starts coming through the woods, and then they ran even faster and faster. All right, so here's the deal. No, introduce Owen. Well, oh, yes, Owen Carter. I'm sorry. Owen's back. The and I'm man so, in the dark. I'm so happy. Well, it's just because I can barely see him. He's fading away. Owen. He's in that little cabin at the end of episode one. <laughs> yeah. Without which, the lights. Which I got total Evil Dead vibes from, but we can talk about that in a bit. But, um... I did want to say welcome to the show. On this show, we're going to be covering Lovecraft Country. And um, normally, the the format of this show is someone hasn't seen it, someone loved it, someone didn't like it. And uh, But that we don't do that when we do a new show. And this is the second time we've done a new show, and it feels like this one is, is being knocked out of the park already in the first episode. But who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens. It seems like it's going to be a ride, but basically we're going to do episode by episode, and we are going to be spoiling the episode. So if you haven't watched it yet, please watch it and then come back because we're going to fucking really dig into this shit, and we're all nerds here. And uh, Can I say we were nervous? Because you're always nervous with a new show if, like, oh... We did a new show one time and it wasn't so good. We had to stop. Yeah. And you're a little nervous about that. You have PTSD. Yeah. And it's post traumatic show disorder. 
exactly. As soon as this episode started, post though, terrible show disorder, post terrible series disorder, post terrible series disorder. It's a cheers. I still G- haven't finished the season. No, I'm not I gonna. Still, I never finished watching and it. Are I, we gonna not name what show it was? And from my Everyone's mouth to quiet. God's I ears, I hope you never finish it. Uh, but but this we- show in the first like minute we were like oh no problem this is gonna be and by the end of it we're like this is gonna be the best show that's ever existed Dude, on the planet in the first minute of this show jackie robinson saves him from cthulhu jackie like, robinson hits cthulhu with a baseball bat and destroys it. oh i didn't know who jackie robinson was <laughs> cool yeah. jackie robinson was the first african-american uh professional baseball Jeez, alana why don't you do the it brooklyn no, dodgers <laughs> Brookie Doge. Now the Los Angeles Dodgers. LA Doge. Wait, the that Dodgers is, used to be um, Brooklyn and now they're the, LA? Yeah. How another... about them Brooklyn no. Dodgers? You don't remember anybody ever saying that? No. Hey, I would you have a slice of no, pizza pie? No, I don't remember anyone ever saying that. <laughs> it's been... <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm sorry, it just got me. I was vulnerable in that very second of sound. All right, well, here's the deal. We're, uh, abs- we'll save it for our we're absolutely podcast. out of our minds. <laughs> we're we're sorry if we go off track, and we're we're bonkers. It's late at night. Some of us are high as fuck, and we're bonkers in love with this show. And we're bonkers in love with this show so far. But you know, we let's just hey, let's take it so easy. Far. All right, okay. let's take a deep breath. It's a very fucking cool show. Everybody's got a lot to say, but I just wanted to welcome everybody to this show. And I did want to say that. I mean, that, that Journey actress did say season one. She designated I know, like, I as love there might it. be more than a season one. I mean, I we'll see. Look, again, wow, let's wow, calm wow, down. Wow. Let's take a deep breath. Okay. Um, but first of all, I want to say that Owen is probably going to just pop in from time to time. And I'm really excited to say that. This show is incredibly diverse and incredibly, uh, it's exactly what we want to see on TV right now. The one we're watching. Yes, (laughs) not what you're watching right now. Lovecraft Country is incredibly diverse (laughs) and exactly the kind of show we need right now and exactly the kind of show we want to see. We want to see more of this. We want to see more awesome African-American actors being in normal like sci-fi horror movie roles. And I love it, and it's great. So to reflect that, it shouldn't just be a bunch of white fucking people on this show talking about it. So um, because Owen also is enjoying the show, and we love Owen, and we want him in, Owen's going to be a revolving guest. I just realized you're as excited as you were, the same kind of excited when you came back from watching Black Panther. Yeah. (gasps) And Watchmen, dude. I just, I'm so excited to see it. I remember Black Panther felt so good. It felt so good. It felt like for once, because I mean, Malcolm, I remember Malcolm was like, dude, we've got like basically like an all black cast on a poster for a fucking Marvel movie. And it's like, Mm -hmm. that's gorgeous. That's beautiful. That's a win for, for anybody of color. And uh, for anybody, anybody, any person of color or not color or anybody, not color for anybody. Bodies. Well, yeah, as a, as a residual effect, it should be wonderful for everybody. It is a win for everyone to have it's a win for everyone in media. I think Absolutely. you guys just stop disrespecting people without bodies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's the one we're going to be hit with in uh, in yeah. 10 years or something. It's been- so, um, 
so the thing I want to say is, is that uh, Malcolm was just like so happy about it. And I remember being so proud for my friends and for our brothers and sisters of this planet. And uh, it was really exciting times. And it feels similar in, in a way of seeing a, a show like this being headlined by wonderful people of color and uh, uh, wonderful actors. And uh, I'm just really excited about it. So to reflect that wokeness and wonderfulness of diversity, we'd love to be able to show a little diversity on this show as well. So hopefully we'll be able to have some of our friends on who are people of color and get their opinions on a show that probably is emotionally amazing for them in a way that we'll never understand. And that's a beautiful thing. And so we should celebrate shows like this and, uh, and whatever you got your own Pixar movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then souls coming. And then I saw that there was an Italian one coming, right? Italy. Oh yeah. The new, yeah. Something. There's there was like a, a picture they posted or something. Yeah. Anyway, but um, man, I still want to see. The, I want to see Rhea. It. The the, I don't know what kind of Asian she is. Southeast oh, Asian. The dragon somewhere one? in there. Yeah, with all the dragon imagery. Yeah. Her name is Rhea, or I don't You're know. You're talking if she about the new Disney Raya. movie. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I forgot uh, what it's called, but um, I think it's called her name. Uh, I still want to see a Pixar uh, Bollywood movie oh my done all God. colorful like coco but anyway let's not get too uh, i can't off. talk about any of this shit <laughs> we gotta move on all right so i know too much all right gotta... <gasps> oh shit shut your mouth brett oh uh sip your whiskey no, all right i want to get in trouble here's the deal um very excited to talk about this show so welcome to the show um basically we're just gonna go through episode by episode and then we'll uh talk a little bit about our opinions and then we'll read your emails so if you want to send in your thoughts. Well, first we'll play clips. Oh, yeah. We do clips. We do all sorts of shit. You'll get the hang of it. But the email portion of the show is very important because we love your feedback. We love your analyses. We love your perspectives. It, it shines a fun light on it. It makes us this community of people nerding out about a cool show. And we really like them. So if you'd like to contribute to the email portion of the show, we basically don't skip an email unless it's way too long. I wonder who the Dan gets to be this season. I was going to say you should say the rules of emails. Not too long. Well, yeah, but you also... You have a very short time limit because it's a live show. Here's the deal. If you're a person of color, it doesn't matter how long your email is. I'll read it. But <laughs> how do you, you just designate it at the top or something? Yeah, you have to prove right. it. No, now we're getting Send into scary shit. Yeah, that's creepy. Um, I'm just kidding. But keep your emails brief, please, because we're by the time we get to the end of this. But also, we'll also... We're, we're going to learn very quickly that doing one episode at a time will be significantly shorter than the Leftovers episodes. Where I we don't talk know. About These have a, a lot to, of depth to talk about. For sure. About. I'm sure there's a lot to talk about, but you'll be surprised how, right. how much shorter they could be, which is always good for us who have busy schedules and shit. But anyway. Um, schedules. So emails. Please send in your emails, your thoughts on the show. If you're watching the show along with us, we'd love to hear your thoughts. So please send those emails to thefirsttimeshow at gmail.com. And... Uh, and one more, one last thing before we get started. Oh my God! There is there is a Valley Folk PO box, and somebody sent something to the first time show. So I wanted to to get that out of the way and just find out what that is. And it came with a little letter too. So I wanted to like read that really quick. If you guys are okay with it, yes. I know this seems like something so you excited. do at the end of a show, but I'm just so excited that someone and actually it was, sent... And it's probably going to be Leftovers-themed, so we might as well get it done. Yeah, so it says, to the first-time show, BB Boys and Summer Girl, 
and oh, uh, it's a, it's a wonderful <laughs> nice. card. It says, like th- it says, thank you so much. It looks like my mom f- picked it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it says, dear Steve, Brett, and Alana. That's a long email. My name is Olive, and I'm a big fan of the first time show. I run a small business hand painting custom wooden signs, and I thought I would spread, spread some love to you guys. Hopefully this reaches you before the end of The Leftovers, but if not, I can't wait to see what's next. First Time Show is genuinely my favorite podcast. I'm so glad there is a corner of the internet where I can listen to people geek out and analyze some amazing television shows. Lost, Watchmen, and now Leftovers are some of my favorite TV shows, and I never would have watched them if it wasn't for you. Thank you for all the laughter and smiles. My shop is... Oh, sorry, no plugs. I'm just kidding. My shop is <laughs> at Lemon Sunshine Creations, all one word on Instagram. Love Olive. Hashtag Brett, yes. Hashtag Alana, yes. Hashtag Magic Fucking Hugs. Hashtag Jackpot. Where's my leftovers clips? Here Where's she is. My jackpot. jackpot. And hashtag Kevin. Oh, I don't have a Kevin. I, I deleted them all. Hashtag Respect the Format. Thank you, Olive. Let's see what this fucking thing is. Huh? Man, you know what's fucked up? It's wrapped up in a nice little thing. It had a cute little bow on it. What's that, fucked up? That oh. probably would have been here ben. before you guys finished Leftovers. <laughs> what the fuck? There's another letter in here. It says It's a beautiful thing that says respect the format. It's oh, a- <laughs> I want to see. <laughs> there you go. It looks like it's painted and on wood. Check this out, guys. A first-time show. Little wooden hangy signed sign. <laughs> if we ever, if we ever go back to the see. office, we yeah. could hang that up. This could hang. Oh my gosh, and it's glittery. This could hang behind. My heart and soul, full of glitter. Alana's got some white space she could fill. Can you yeah, Alana, can you set it on that speaker or the yeah the the couch? Yeah. Well, wow, it's, it's she wrote going. the same it's letter twice, oh. in on different cards. <laughs> Well, what if one now I'm kind of creeped out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Backup be- card. It is exactly the same thing. She says I I wanted to make a little. Alana, something don't to show skimp. My just put a nail in the wall. I will. Just you know, not while we're recording. <laughs> all maybe. right, all right. Let's let's uh, let's. Get, right let's... now it says it's the first Tim show. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. <laughs> Welcome to the first show about Tim ever. Wow. <laughs> Today talk we're talking about, about Tim Curry. Um, all right let's get started guys welcome to the show let's talk about love first episode tiny (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about tiny tim for a second here what's what was the name of the first episode i didn't catch it it was called sundown and it was directed by yan or yan demage demridge dermage Oh, Demon, Demange, Demange, Jan Demange is a French Algerian film director. He's executive producer and director on Love Lovecraft Country. Oh, he's an EP. And um, it looks like uh, I don't know. I don't, I guess we could look him up on IMDb if you guys are curious about his. His other Young credits. Demage. Looks like we've got something called 71 from 2014. Oh, Dead Set. He directed Dead Set. 
Are you familiar, Brett? What is dead set. Dead set was a uh, the picture is it was black like, with a red eyeball. It's like um, Big Brother during a zombie outbreak, but everyone in the house is is unaware that th- they're made to believe that a real zombie apocalypse is happening. Ooh, that's and, the, and they're in. Watch a, it right now on Netflix. It's called Dead Set. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back to Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft. Capcun <laughs> Craft. Guys, Sundown is the first episode of the first season of Lovecraft Country. God damn, I was going to jump on that. And was written by Misha Green. Cool. Let's see what Misha Green has done. Misha Green is an American television she, writer and she producer. She developed this show. She is co-creator and the showrunner of Lovecraft Country. She's the showrunner. Oh, I thought Jordan Peele. Peele and Abrams are executive producers. And Misha probably figured it all out, put the whole thing together, and then needed them to really get it made and going. Make it so Um, good. She's the daemon of this. Right. Yeah. This show uh, is so right out the gate. This did the same thing I feel like that Watchmen did, where it had such a good intro that it's impossible to not be immediately into right. wherever it wants to go. Yeah, right. Was like, because uh, I talked to my brother about it and I showed him that little teaser with Cthulhu, and he's like, "Well, they're not going to give you Cthulhu in episode one." And I texted <laughs> him and I'm like, "Cthulhu's in the first minute." Well, I remember thinking, like, I re- first of all, I remember thinking, oh, my God, I'm in love with this show already. And then I was like, oh, no, it's a dream sequence. And then I was like, halfway, oh, yes. and then th- halfway through the episode, I was like, oh, man, did they do that, like, crazy Lovecraft bonkers intro? Because it's going to be a while before we see any cool Lovecraftian things. And I was so wrong. And I love that I was so wrong. And we yeah. en- we ended up getting... So uh, an an interpretation of a Lovecraftian species. Can I request a brief description? Because I we started watching the episode and I had Steve had to pause it because he started saying things about Lovecraft and I was like, I'm sorry, what's Lovecraft? I I didn't watch anything before the show either. No pictures, no uh, teasers, whatever. I don't. I didn't know who Lovecraft is. H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> And sounds like all of you guys have a knowledge of this. Would could you give me like a yeah? Little... I mean, listen. If you grow up a little nerdy, you're gonna read a little H.P. <laughs> yeah. Lovecraft. Nerdy and, in which way? Here, know, here. Sci-fi nerdy. Sci-fi nerdy. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, Star like, Trek. Trek alone. Sci-fi fantasy, I guess. Sci-fi yeah. fantasy. Okay. Yeah. He created Cthulhu, which is the I think the most popular thing that he did. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong there? No, but I think you're right. It has come out in. I didn't know this till maybe till I was uh, an adult that he was probably um, problematically unfair to other races. Yes. The kindest way I can say it. I also Uh, did not know that. I didn't read. I honestly didn't read a lot of it. And quite transparently, I need to circle back with my parents because I remember my mom being like, no, you can't read that. And I was like, oh, it must be really good if she's saying I can't read that. And I'm curious yeah. if she's like, no, no, he, it's it's like, you know, Not racist good. material still, halfway yeah. through. So I'm still let's curious. keep you away from that. Well, around I, what years was he publishing, just to get a, like, era date, Oh, if like I may. 1900, 18... 1900s. No, seriously. Uh, me... I know, but like that's 19... kind of broad. 
It says he was born in 1890. Okay. So 1930s, early 1930s was kind of like Is when Is that what his... it says or you're guessing? I'm guessing I'll because look. there's a photo here he of him died, from 1934. He died in He died in 1937. And he was 46. Yeah, young. Yeah. Well, he's... Uh, Somewhat young. He died in poverty, young. apparently. Does it say what he died of? In poverty. It doesn't say what he in died poverty. of. In no. poverty. He died poverty, of Poverty, North Carolina. <laughs> he, he died, died of, of poverty. In poverty. I mean, I think oh, you God. could die of poverty. Wow. Welcome to he poverty. Was the center, <laughs> he was at the center He's of a, a sinner? wider body of authors known as the Lovecraft Circle. Ooh. The group wrote stories that frequently shared details among them. I feel like wasn't... <gasps> cool. uh, wasn't um, L. Ron Hubbard involved in that in some that way? That sounds likely. I don't know. It says he he was also a prolific writer of letters. According to some estimates, he wrote approximately 100,000 letters over the course of his life. Yeah, but and has he seen how many texts discussed... I've sent? <laughs> <laughs> he discussed his worldview, his daily life, and tutored younger authors. Oh, that's nice. Such as three authors I've never heard of. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, Becca. Do. <laughs> um. All right. Let's jump into this show. He was virtually unknown during his lifetime. Okay. Yeah. Just like um, Van Gogh. Yep. Alana, all he of his exclusively published in pulp <laughs> magazines before he died in poverty at the age of forty-six. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. Um, oh wait, Owen. What are you saying, yeah, wow. please? Oh, his monsters. Sorry, sorry. I'm just bringing a little information. <laughs> no, 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 Brett, please. No, I'm just throwing in his monsters inspired a lot of like Stephen King and John Carpenter stuck kinds of stuff. Uh, so a lot of the creature things we've seen from his like his whatever descriptions and all that crazy. Like the the blob monster with a hundred eyes or whatever that was. Yeah. Stuff like mm -hmm. that. And okay. uh, yeah, Lovecraft inspired a lot of sci-fi horror writers and uh movies like in the mouth of madness and uh, a lot of guillermo del toro creatures and stories are kind of very lovecraftian and the lovecraftian style mike mignola kind of utilized that in the hellboy comics and stuff like that but um <laughs> blessings bl many blessings to you and yours and even your family um, but anyway, so this episode Sundown was fucking great, amazing, bonkers. What the fuck is going on? And uh, and then you're just thrown right into it. And uh, I loved all the music. Thrown loved... to the wolves, or are they other Who things? They score. Uh, let's see. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Can I say something about the show? Absolutely not. Everyone's silent while I look for the... Everyone <laughs> <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> Steve and I, at the end of the show, decided this is Stranger Things for intelligent adults. Well, I... Listen. <laughs> or at least I felt that. You don't want to claim it? You said that. I, I wanted to say it, it's like Stranger Things for adults. Oh, I added intelligent. Because the intelligent part, I mean, a lot of people <laughs> love Stranger Things. Well, I just feel like the gap between Stranger <laughs> Things and this is more than just child to adult. It's like child to adult times 10. I really like the first Wait, season no, of Stranger no, no, no. Things. Stranger, Stranger Things is like, remember how great the 80s were? This is like, hey, remember how shitty the history of our country is? <laughs> yeah, but, but, <laughs> that's true. But, but the, just in the way that they're having us kind of have a little bit of otherworldly stuff and have these like 
creatures to be fearing and having also like the whole thing takes place in history because like all the little details what i was paying attention to what i noticed is like costumes fabrics textures like the walls and and the things they're using like the props whatever Mm -hmm. and i was relating those things to stranger things just like the stranger things like that's great and all but they probably just made it out of plastic but in this movie everything was like the real fabric and texture and actually antiqued and worn and oh everything Don't was be ridiculous so beautiful <laughs> um <laughs> yeah it's a it has awesome design yeah sure. uh someone named laura carpman is the composer along with someone else credited there are two people credited for 10 episodes each so they must have either worked together or split up the episodes or something but his name is Raphael Sadiq Cool. And it looks like he did Mudbound, Brown Sugar, Abduction, and Beverly Hills Cop 3. Trace. And Laura Cartman did uh, Underground, Paris Can Wait, Taken, and The Beguiled. The, you're talking about the composers? Yes. Yeah. I think wow, that feels like a big step up. I think the Taken she did was not the... Not the Liam movie. Neeson movie. It was that Spielberg produced show. Oh, it show. was that show. Yeah, about aliens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh, um, man, I like I like that it was a little more of a like classical, like movie score, like with action music Same. and stuff. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, man, it drove it. I yeah, I was shocked at how big the score was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the first episode, I, I'm interested to see if that carries through the series. Right. Or yeah. if they just spent a little extra time because it was the pilot. But yeah, that I thought that was a big element of what I liked about it so much. I love their um, integration of popular music, too. Just, yeah, just that enough that you were like, oh, I can feel it. Big fan yeah. of that. It's nothing new, but I'm a, always a fan they of did it, it when well. it's done well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And um, then the, when it started with the like the song from Clue, Shaboom, Shaboom. Oh, yeah. I was At first I was like, Oh, I mean, I like the song, you know. It's, it's always kind of fun when you get to do something. But then didn't she make fun of that song on stage yeah. later? Yeah. yeah. I was worried She's that like, it was going to be, be a little a more dream. like. Or like, what did she say? Uh, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> she did make fun of it. No, I, yeah, I thought it was going to be like a little more like obvious and traditional. And I was like, okay, that's fine. It's fun. But then it got like, they made fun of that. And then it went off into its like much better territory. Like, I, I, now um, it's good. It's really good. I really liked how like, um. It's it felt like an eighties movie, sort of. In the in the sense that like everybody is like a comic book nerd and uh or like, you know, the main guy is like a a, a comic book nerd and his, his comic book and science fiction Yeah, I think uh, science fiction nerd it, it, is probably Well his his science fiction obsessions help him to to get out of like real life horror situations and that's like a super eighties trope to me that i absolutely loved done yeah, well as did his was it his niece or his, cousin well his niece or cousin yeah because those are his that's his yeah. aunt no no that's his that's his cousin yeah 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 she seemed to be taking the same ideas it's it's you're right it has all that it has all that like for us a group of four white people it feels very comfortable <laughs> and familiar yeah it's a familiar type of storytelling the difference is if this had been made in the eighties, the whole cast would have been white. Yeah, yeah. and, and the 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 racist white cops and, and and firefighters that are chasing them down 
would have just been like, oh, they're aliens. It's like a body snatcher. Or or like they would have just been show. like, you know, the caricature of like a shitty sheriff who's just a bully or something. Because I feel like. Um, well, it's almost like it's almost like we don't I can't imagine that type of person existing. Right. You know I mean, like they did and they were horrifying. But it's like to me, it's almost why I think this is so fun that they're marrying this kind of like, you know, look, taking a really a uh, hard look at our at the past of this country, but also marrying it with sci-fi is like this shit that happened for real in this country is so fucking bananas. It's like a horror movie. <laughs> it, it's like a it's like a science fiction yeah, movie. Yeah. It's like a dystopian how could this reality be real? This is a terrifying vision of a dystopian future. But no, it exactly. it happened to these people, and it happened to a lot of people. And uh, but yeah, no, I think you're right. I and that's kind of the point I was gonna make was that like, you know, it felt cool to see like all these really fun '80s tropes. And I also love that like, the uncle is also like, and the aunt, and the aunt is all into space and and the stars and like. The, the, I love that. That's their like family like yeah. thing that yeah, they all know. Yeah, they're into astrology. Do. They're like nerds. They're they're basically astronomy. Like, uh, sorry, astronomy. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I fucked up. Uh, but uh, I I do love that they're all into like astrology and or astronomy. Sci- whatever. <laughs> I love that they're all into science fiction and science and space and shit. And uh, but but it's a black family and that's so cool. Like I, it is it's cool because they never notice. show that shit. Like. I feel the I know, same way. I, I feel yeah. the same damn well, way. Well, honestly, you're saying 80s, but this is more 60s. This is like... Um, yeah, it feels very 60s to me. What did the movie we... Well, what, but, what was the movie called? The Egyptian? Uh, Cat's Eye? Them. Oh, Them, yeah. Them with the, the giant ants. Yeah. It's got a lot of that vibe. Yeah, well, I feel like, you know, there's always in... in um, Lost Boys, there's the Frog Brothers or the fr- that are like the vampire hunter experts. Oh, I see what you're saying. And they're yeah. just kids who yeah. read comic books and had all that knowledge and and used it to fight like, the or monsters. Monster Squad. Or Monster Squad. Or like, there's so many of them. Well, I like, think if you explorers, had, if there was like, a boomer on this podcast with us, they'd be saying, well, that came from well, the yeah. content we well, did in yeah. the 60s and you're feeling like it's 80s because that's when you watched it first. Well, yeah, like Joe Dante directed get one of those Explorers. <laughs> and Joe Dante and if we had a grew up Gen watching Z the 50s this. and 60s movies and he was, and that's why they were all inspired by that shit. Yeah, yes, yeah. obviously, very does obviously. It, does it say what year it's supposed to take place in? On 1955? Your... 55 does it say on there because i'll google it it doesn't say it doesn't say or i'll let you do it i'll look it up um but i just loved (laughs) that there was such a cool 80s like uh horror movie vibe to it um especially when the creatures started to attack and then and then even though it was scary and tense and the action was really well done um, there were still moments of comedy that you're just kind of like, oh fuck! You can just relax and yeah. buckle up and enjoy this like roller coaster that's like super fun, and it and it, it's not just fucked up and and it is fucked up and there is a lot of really scary shit in it and arguably the racists are scarier than the monsters and that's how they're kind of like making it. Hundred percent. Um, but uh, but it's still also kind of like a fun horror thing going on too, and I think it's just an important thing for horror fans to see. There's not enough of this kind of thing done this way. And uh, yeah, really love it. That's my whole take on it. Uh, I mean, I have lots more yeah, to say, I obviously, thought it was, that's my initial take on I the whole vibe. I thought it was really smart that they they bookended the episode with science fiction. Right. And so you got mm-hmm. a little up front, and then it was a whole 
episode of like, hey, the real world was like science fiction at this point. And uh, I mean, still to this day in some places. Um, but in the end, they sort of I like that they turned that corner and it's like, you know, mirroring those two things was really was really smart, but also really like jarring and unexpected and kind of like, oh, here we go. Like, like mm-hmm. you said, you didn't know if it was going to be a dream, if it was going to be a, a, a metaphor the whole time all in his head. But it's like I liked it in the first episode. They sort of set the they set the table in a way that it's like. Yeah. Like she said in that tweet, it's like, we're just getting started. This is going to be fucking bananas from here. Well, and in the bums. preview that Owen didn't watch, it looked like, it looked like, <laughs> what if Kingdom of the ears. Crystal Skull was like the most amazing thing you've ever seen? Yeah, because I, I got really cool. Because, yeah, you really get Indiana Jones vibes from it for some reason. Because yeah. it looks like they're It looks in like a treasure hunt. Treasure hunt. It looks like shit. X-Men, <laughs> Indiana Jones, 19... 19- well, 60s it's like x-files well the thing is like all of those indiana jones like star wars it's all just pulling what's pulp pulp like those comics those what is pulp it would be like adventure it's a genre it it, yeah it was very simplistic like um they were genre storytelling so if it's sci-fi it's like we're in space and it's it's sci-fi if it's uh adventure it's like we're in the jungle and we're hunting for treasure it was all very simplistic, and George Lucas cites that as a big influence mm-hmm. on sort of Have all of him and Steven Spielberg's work. Oh. Pulp Fiction? There yeah, and I'm, yeah. for the first time, starting to realize what that par- probably means. Right. <laughs> it says here uh, the term pulp derives from the cheap wood pulp paper on which the magazines were printed. Oh, I see. Cool. I thought pulp was just like orange bits in your juice. It is. Well, it turns out. Well, that's 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 what we call the bad. That's the bad pulp. This is the good <laughs> oh, pulp. you're no, a, no, no, you're no, a pulp denier. No, no, I like pulp. I just don't like too much. I'm not trying to chew my beverages, Alana. <laughs> I have a friend who someone didn't like orbits. Who's like OCD against pulp. If there if she gets a cocktail and it comes with any pulp in it, she's like, all right, that's yours. You wrote it. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> well, guys, were those um were those Nazis at the end? At the end, yeah. Who knows? Because, I mean, yeah. That were... led him well, into I mean, the house, I know you the mean? Girl, the, oh. the girl in the car was earlier, but basically Wait, the like girl in the car was a Nazi? Well, well cause what? Did you, oh, they're just very, They're super Aryan looking. In my reading, not only was H.P. Lovecraft felt like the white race was superior to black people, he also sort of agreed with Hitler and the overall, like, you know, yeah, Aryan see. race is better than the rest of them. So... I think that's a def that's a direct nod to Lovecraft. Yeah, maybe these like, the uh, like escaped Nazis who were like trying to like Are you do guessing good that or something? Are you guessing yeah, that asked, they're Nazis yeah, or I, okay, cuz I yeah. thought you maybe saw some insignia or something that I missed. Okay, okay. I, oh, and, and, and yeah, interesting. They are very Aryan those like silver car folk. Yeah. Um or, they, or maybe they're alien. Or maybe they're alien, alien well, they're or Aryan. They're like the absolute prototypical Aryan like, white what, person. What was that? What did she do with the car that made the truck flip? Was that some like secret Nazi technology? Yeah, my, no, I love that it was like shit. this far away yeah. on, this, on my screen. Must like, be something going on. purposely showed that there was like a force field around the car or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of bummed that there's a book because there's going to be so many people going like, ooh, just wait, you know, and it's like, can't we all just for once in the- be in the dark together on some kind of cool shit? 
but in, we already were spoiled by Watchmen, sort of. So even though it was still based on something, but in the book, is it is the so, idea that the book was was written about white people, and that's like a switch, or no, no, no. It's, it's when was this well, book written? We should have Ben Meckler on. He read the book. Oh shit! Oh. Let's just call. We want a book POV. Let's call another. Let's get another white person on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the first episode. <laughs> but what is this book you guys are referencing? When was is it? Recently it's called Lovecraft Country. Okay, I that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's. I think it's a recent book that's a take on the. Alana love. can't take this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more recent book. That. Uh, has to do it's doing this with i think it, i'm guessing it's the same lovecraft story. country is a 2016 dark fantasy horror novel by matt ruff exploring the conjunction between the horror fiction of hp lovecraft and racism in the united states during okay. the era of jim crow laws right great great don't read there any more that's it by harper collins yeah. I just wanted to know, like, pages. that's enough, Brett. Get how, out of there. Only one of us should. Area, I like a 300 to 400 page book. Listen, only one you of us should be jumping into that. the potential spoiler pool, and I'll take that for the team. You stay out of there, you son of a bitch. I'm just on Goodreads. Oh, okay. You down and dirty bean. I just want to <laughs> praise the costume designers and prop people one more time. I cannot get over it. Yeah. And locations. I love their Lord. car. Their car is yeah, so cool. Yeah, the car is great. Every oh, everything so cool. in the movie was the most perfect. It's a show, but you're calling show. it a show. I'm sorry, I keep calling it a movie it because feel it had like a movie though. better production yeah. value than most movies. Yeah, it like, felt like a movie. I, I wanted it to keep going. Yes, each item, each like top the any person was wearing, each like necklace chain, like I I feel. Very, everything was beyond perfect. So, ugh. Yeah, it's great. Ugh. I'm very excited, and I can't wait to see more. But um, we'll probably think of more things to talk about while we get into the emails. But I think we're just... Well, I was going to say real quick, oh, guy sure. who is allowed to Google, um, the creatures at the end, are those from a specific Lovecraft story? Yeah, so someone in the subreddit here was talking about what they are called because the guy, the main character, what are they called? He said it in the show what they were yeah. called. He called, he said that they were called. They were like gazillion-eyed something. Yeah, um, they're like, um, let me see. I'm going to try to find the, the comment Also, here. the like the whole, the fact that the, the aunt and uncle's family run a travel, uh, I can't think safe of the word. Travel. Yeah. Travel uh, guide business. Mm-hmm. Oh my oh, god! Here's, Safe Negro travel. As somebody who's worked in the cool, travel, that's a yes, cool idea. Yeah, worked in the travel industry in small amounts. There's always mm. talk about how there are so few. There's so few attention put on travel blogs that are aren't by white people. Basically, there's such a lack of like I, black travel content that's being shown. Not yeah. that it's a lack in the world, but that's being shown by like the companies that are showcasing travel bloggers, travel. Um, advertising people i was super reminded of the traveling while black documentary that's in what? vr that i've been talking to you about for oh, ages yeah. that i want to show you um but it's really really. i cool. thought it was cool they had him reading princess of mars at the beginning yeah which is it's not hp lovecraft and obviously they made the john carter movie but i've never thought about the fact that it's a, con- a confederate uh general See, yeah general? yeah he ex-confederate um, or that whatever. goes, or and that that's like a problem, like because I've read Princess of Mars, and it, I just never thought about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And it's so interesting to like continually kind of uh, be, learning. be able to look at things from a different perspective. Just Love be like, that. Yeah, yeah, things I don't have to think about and a perspective we all need to kind of be reminded of and, and know and knowledgeable in. But um, really quickly, someone on the subreddit noticed that in the credits for this episode, there's a language of Adam consultant. And what is the language of Adam, you ask? Well, Adamic language is, according to, Jew to Jewish tradition, and some Christians. Oh, this is going to be spoilers. The language spoken by Adam and possibly Eve in the Garden of Eden. I think this is going to be spoilers. No, that's it. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, but you know, he has some kind of genetic tie to this place, and Ad Adam Adamic I'm just saying, sounds for those kind of like you, the place. It's going to end up being related somehow that some Adam and Eve bit is in his DNA. And I'm just saying it for the nerds it. that want to know, like, ooh, their language of Adam is in the credits. I hear that's you, cool. but Wait. we'll find out in a few episodes Alana. if it was a spoiler. Alana, technically, technically, everybody has Adam and Eve's DNA. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, but there's going to be some tie. You know I'm paraphrasing. I don't know if what's going to happen, there, but something like that's going to happen in the show, problems. and this is going to uh -huh. end up being, like, now we know that's what the cult is about, some kind of whatever. whatever. Okay, so the here's the Lovecraft creature. Technically, we're all the incest grandbabies of Adam and Eve. So uh, this Lovecraft creature, which is... <laughs> no, well... Yeah, because their kids had to fucking make babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you believe in that stuff, but... Well, well if you're going off of that... I mean, that, we, could, yeah. we, could, we could talk further because... I don't believe that birds are real, and I also don't believe that there is a Pizzagate conspiracy. Uh, but genetically, a black female <laughs> has all the possibilities in her genes when not anyone else don't does. Don't be rude. Ridiculous. Oh, I see. Okay. So okay. if we're talking about like this genetic lineage kind of concept, that's who's a part of what, like it just, it gets more complicated than All right. the Christian myth. Let's move on here. The, the creature that, um, that they were referring to in the Lovecraft, um, mythos, I guess, mythos. is called the the show, the Shagoth. And it's apparently described as a formless, Shogoth. protoplasm able to mock and reflect all forms and organs and processes um but yeah it's supposed to have like a bunch of eyes i guess but a lot of people are arguing that that's not what this is but um it might just be like a modern interpretation of it mm. or something and we might just get because i mean well like it could be like aliens like in alien and aliens it takes on whatever the xenomorph like yeah. is made from, and because they, when it bit the guys, it started to turn into. So maybe these are other like humans that have been bit well, by I that. I liked thing. that they kept kind of referring to Dracula and vampires and stuff. So yeah. I really got yeah. like maybe they're like mm -hmm. Lovecraftian vampires. That's kind of like what they look like. Well, I love what you said about I in referring to '80s content that it was always like having been a nerdy person and read this and that, it helps you in this situation. Yeah. I love that you pointed that out because I didn't think of it that way. It's just, it takes and I like love the, that. It's true. Because it takes the, the nostalgic feeling, but doesn't throw it in your fucking face. Like, do you remember gremlins and shit? And like, I know, but you know, like you technically know. all movies where the soup, the hero figures out a way to solve the last minute thing that's happening. It, they're always recalling to something that ideally sure, sure. happened earlier in the movie that they learned something. But, but the fact that it's, like, but focused in nerddom and Yeah, like, I've, I haven't shit, been yeah. somebody who identified as just nerdy in such a way where I felt, like, so seen in a moment like that. So I didn't connect the dots of how 
specific and unique that is and yeah. interesting. I, it's That's very cool. This is also kind of like how in Back to the Future, they go back to the 50s and it's the nostalgic white American 50s that we're all like, oh, yay. And you go back to the exact same time period with this story and it's like, oh, no, not nostalgic <laughs> for that. Yep. yep. Um, so is there a lot, is there much more to talk about before we jump into just, the emails and clips and I, stuff? Um, there was that clip. Yes, that, I want to hear that. that. Is it long? Though? American Dream and American Negro speech. It was, uh, Baldwin, it says. It doesn't say like a full name. It just says Baldwin's American. Was it, the, was it from the same James Baldwin? clip? The beginning and the middle it's part? It's James Baldwin, yeah. It was the, the it was oh, like the, it was like the speech that they played during the like montage when they're like uh, driving, driving around and right, stopping. But was at that what they were playing over the beginning over the war scene at the beginning? Oh, sounded like it. That's a good question. Potentially, yeah. Okay. Um, and someone in the subreddit said, um, "Really enjoyed the Baldwin excerpt from the from this his debate on the American Dream." It did end abruptly, though, and I was a little confused by it. Made it seem more like a radio cut than a travel montage with a voiceover. I liked it ending abruptly, and I felt like so few filmmakers could have pulled that off, but they pulled it off, and I was in. Yeah. Um, but that was my opinion. I, I thought it was very powerful, especially over the imagery insane. of them being harassed by people and uh, and it being a terrifying experience just to, like, travel at all. And... and uh, it's such a terrifying idea of this that this was happening in the, in the middle of all of that. I, w I had to go over to CVS, and just because of being in the headspace of the show, when I walked into CVS, I was like, I don't think I'm allowed to be in here. Like I felt <gasps> like that everyone was gonna like freak out that I was like walking into their store. <laughs> I know that's not like, like oh, great. Hang on, that's... I gotta stop thinking about this show for a split second. <laughs> that's so incredible. That um, is the purpose of shows like this. I I want to say at some point. So I'm going to say it right now. I'm just so, so, so overwhelmingly glad, happy, excited, grateful to the filmmakers that we have a show that is allowing us to like hear and understand the experiences of people in our history that we've never like we've heard bits and pieces of. And I know there have been some movies that are showing these experiences, but this is so next level how how the how putting this, you in the perspective yeah how much it you can relate to what's going on like a lot of mm -hmm. i mean there hasn't been a lot of content from the perspective of black people before 2000 before the 90s really i mean like there was much then either but really, really there hasn't been a lot of coming from that perspective in the past or maybe it's like a white person's version of their perspective so it's still very like nice mm -hmm. and whitewashed or whatever um i all the content i can think of that comes from that era that has like black people in it, it and their story is like i mean we have movies like loving but they're so specifically this storyline but this show because it's a show we have so many different characters different ages and genders experience in at that time so vividly i don't know i just feel like this is more relatable than anything i've seen yet in this way and mm -hmm. i'm i want to it's just and shout. it's very it seems more personal because you're seeing it from the perspective of these these characters that are very relatable characters sure to, and that's a part of why i like yeah. their their nerddom is it makes it more like relatable relatable really mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it reminds me of in uh, Watchmen when they put the camera. You bet the can the camera was the first person point of view of being lynched, having the bag yeah, thrown over your right, head and being right. pulled up into the tree. That whole thing. That was yeah, terrifying. Just like, yeah, yeah um, so that's that's now you can't now you can't unsee it. You know what it you. You, you, you know, you can you can picture it in your mind, and it's always going to be there now. And you're like, okay, I didn't think about that before. Holy and shit! And also, like Regina King having to like recreate that emotion. All in the her all the hood performance and shit. Trans, yeah, transform. Yeah, transportation. There are, just, there are so many vital stories that are so massive and not like sideline stories, like massive stories that have never been told from this era, yeah, from these perspectives. Totally. It is. Mm. insane but i suppose makes sense if you think about the problems in our history but hey, listen they had steven yeah. spielberg make color purple so everything's fine <laughs> all right well listen i'm sure we'll ki- we'll kick up the argument or the color argument. purple is Jesus. good by the way i'm sure we'll kick up the discussion even more with the emails and oh such my but God, I can't wait. let's just, uh but like let's cream in my pants over here let's get to some clips how about that guys does that oh, sound yes. fun i yes. love it let's get to it all right let's do it Oh yeah, I should. Sorry. Is that the? Let's find your bird. There we go. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's our. We only have three clips, and uh, yeah, but, this is gonna be. I think there'll be more clips. The I've, further we go. Probably more, but I think they'll still be on the lower side as compared to leftovers. It's so like. Serious. I mean, we'll see. I there, I'm sure there's just gonna be a lot of great lines and uh, and a lot of quotable lines. And then fun to use in the uh, soundboard lines, which 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 were which 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 sandwich would you like, my friend? All right, Officer Mustard Stain. Officer Mustard Stain. I don't think I have that one anymore. Oh no! Oh no! I'm Oh shit! Yeah, you know me, buddy. All right, let's jump into the first clip. Here it is. Get your ass up! We gotta get the fuck out of here now! <laughs> Fantastic. That was the perfect reaction to overhearing that phone call. Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought she was going to come out and be like, hey, I think we should go. And exactly. Like, like, Let's get the fuck out of here. Out. And I love, I love that it made me think that same thing. I was like, oh, she'll come out and be like, maybe we should leave. I love it made me think that because that's just one more layer of like, yeah. that's not what life is like. If you're black right. in a town like this at a time yeah, there's like no that. Luxury of it's like not being like, subtle. oh, I don't know if we kind of <laughs> yeah. maybe... I mean, maybe mm-hmm. in a different town at a different time with different people. Who knows? But in that circumstance, like, yeah, it changed what I perceived what would happen. There's just Ugh. no they don't have the luxury of being su- as subtle as as, you know, someone who wouldn't be treated that way of not and, considering and, the threat of your life. Right. Yeah. And in that moment, explaining the history of why the White House is white, like just throwing that I in know. the middle of that. How great. Moment. Perfect writing. Wonderful. Yeah, so Wonderful. Many great things. All right. Next clip. Where were you? No, no, no. Say that again one more time. Did I hear that right? <laughs> Who saved your asses? Letitia fucking Lewis. <laughs> oh, Letitia. What's her last yeah, name? Letitia fucking Lewis. Lewis. Letitia I fucking wrote Lewis. it down. Letitia fucking Lewis. But I the want... way he said it, yeah. I know. Goes, oh, Letitia I, Brett, would you please cut or cut? Would you please cut the clip of just Letitia fucking Lewis for me? For eventually, don't do it yes. now. But for the next episode, I just want that one to have. I do not Lewis. Yeah, I want that one loaded <laughs> up. And finally, I think this was the line of the episode. I think this was the the quote of 
the entire first episode. Here it is. You, 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 you need to shoot him. <laughs> I mean, I love how he just knows that he's absolutely fucked. Like I, he's like, I've read enough shit about vampires. I've read enough shit about Listen, zombies. Your guy is turning. <laughs> you Doesn't need matter to what you him. read. Look at what you're looking yeah, at with your own eyes. But yeah. I just love his. You, 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 you need to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you need Dude, to he's shoot. He's so him. good. I was so afraid that he was gonna Me die. Too, because of that episode. fucking because phone call. Yes, I, the phone call. Us. The phone call. Yeah. Exactly. I, I know. Like, no. I know. Oh, he's I was like, those motherfuckers. I was like, oh, come on. Dude, they dead. bookended his okay. life for us as, and then saved him. As like, soon yeah. as. He said, like, let's go on that trip together. What is going on back? Yeah. Next time it's going to be you and me. <laughs> I turned to Lana and I was like, he's dead. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. He's it's dying great. in but they this knew. episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I love it. And I, I and love, I love that they do and, I love him. So, um, he's so good. I'm in love they, with him. Everyone so, is like, yeah. yeah, everybody's great. It reminds me of when I was watching Breaking Bad. Anytime I would call out something for being too cheesy or cliche or whatever, they would totally flip it on me by like the end of the episode. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, I'm sorry, I should have trusted you. Um. All right. Cool. Well, I want to hear it one more time. You, 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 you need to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Oh, you know what though? She totally pulled the like crash the car into the house. Love it. Did not. Really knowing where everybody is inside. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, she that's true. She didn't know where the fucking house was. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Also, she didn't even know, know the house was there. Like, oh fuck, there it is. <laughs> Everybody's okay. <laughs> Lucked out. Yeah, you got the only got the bad guys. Great. All right, well, guys, how about we move into some emails? Does that My sound fun? Some emails. Let's jump right in. Took your top. Look who's here. Billy. Fuck your daughter. Billy? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your daughter. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, shit. Billy Ray. You, 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 you need to shoot him. All right. <laughs> I want more new. Am I, is it selfish to want new songs for emails and clips? Yeah, now? yeah. Oh, that's I, that's a great idea. Let's I put, know, but they always kill it though. I love each each like yeah. show's version. We only have three clips. But I know what I was gonna say is in a few episodes right. when we have more clips, if anybody wants to get credit. Well, I just wanna yeah. If anybody is feeling creative and they are bored during the quarantine, they want to make us a little jingle for clips and emails. No copywritten shit. And in, I do and if love how fi- quick the clips. Intro is though now. Yeah, short. We pr- we it's love right them short. The Short's nice. Also, if you're feeling frisky, you could even make an Alana's thoughts <gasps> song. <laughs> I have a feeling Alana's thoughts. This but you don't get a segment until you get a song. That's oh, true. I have a feeling my Alana's thoughts on this uh, show are just going to be like fashion, fashion, fashion. Don't fabrics. be ridiculous. Um. Well, I can't By wait. Your wait thoughts. The- or they, uh, have to, they, don't, they don't have to be quantified. I'm just forewarning you. you. Well, is it... The boys are going to be like partially tuning out, but people at home are going to be like, oh my God, I love that wait, too. Are we, is it your thoughts or is it your themes? What is it? It's my thoughts because there, okay, there is, aren't thoughts. always okay. themes All right. in there. Do you have anything to say? Did you have your... Uh, pretty much the stuff I already okay, said. Okay, great. Mostly. All right, uh, emails. Steve, I, I yes. wanted to say that the, uh, 
the Beastie Boys version of History Road was great. Isn't it? Isn't it great? Although some people were already like, "Please don't change it. We love the old one. Don't change it. We don't want a new one." I just love that it evolved from Holiday Road into <laughs> a wonderful Christmas time with Holiday Road, and now it's. Just, and now the Beastie Boys version of that. It's just the Beastie Boys for that. some reason. It's I love the weird evolution. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I like Holiday it too. Road came up. We watched um, Vacation. Yes. While I was on vacation, mm-hmm. and it comes on, and it sounds it sounds weird. It sounds not right. <laughs> oh, now. do you guys want this massively oh. huge email from Beto about his pilgrimage? <laughs> oh. Yeah. I yes, mean, put I it do. at the end. At well, the end, at all the right. end, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. just remind me and we'll Mark read it at the unread. end. All right. All right. We'll get back to you, Beto. All right. <laughs> Guys, we got an email from Olive. Oh, oh, I wonder if Olive's the Olive? one that sent us this. Who Def- knows? Definitely Gotta it is, because she's written in before. Well, let's find out. Well, let's find out. She sends an email saying, hello, summer boys and girl. The other day, I was over at my friend's house watching the movie Us, <gasps> starring Lupita Nyong'o. And we got on the topic of African-American actors and actresses and how most of their names are pronounced phonetically. So it's frustrating when people get them wrong or don't even try. Please welcome. My friend said. (laughs) (laughs) My friend said. (laughs) That's like this guy on Oz. He has a long name. Hold on. Let me look it up. While she was looking it up, I started explaining how because of the first time show, I will always know how to pronounce the name of the actor who played Mr. Echo. Yay! Uh, what is it? Adewale Akinwaye Agbaje. Akinwaye Yeah. Adewale Akinwaye Agbaje. Jesus Christ. Adewale Akinwaye Agbaje. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we Her, did that it wrong, wrong for one. a long time. Yeah, that was the... the Whatever. So she <laughs> said that out loud, and she said her jaw dropped. That's the actor I was looking for! It was a crazy, <laughs> surreal moment that I thought you guys would really enjoy. Um, and then I asked That's her here. if she had ever seen anything directed by Javier Grigio Marks Watch, <laughs> but she just ignored me. <laughs> Um, I haven't watched the episode yet, but I can't wait to see what show you guys have roped me into spending $15 a month for a HBO subscription this time around. We need to reach out to HBO. (laughs) Even though I really enjoyed The Leftovers. Peace and love, Olive. P.S. I'm moving into college this week, so any extra good vibes you could send this way would be great. Yeah. All Moving good into vibes. college, does that mean she was like sixteen when we were watching Lost? Yep. <laughs> oh shit, maybe. Fourteen. Yep. I am sure she that says it that she's that's, sure that's, she'll. That's an all ages program. She said uh... that she's sure that she'll re-download old episodes for her drive oh. and the inevitable quarantine. PPS. If you still haven't gotten the box I mailed to your <gasps> PO box a month ago, I might cry. <laughs> well, you're gonna be very excited. Got your a month ago, you guys. A month ago. <laughs> be well, very afraid, everybody. Time is o- Time doesn't exist. It may have been there for a bit because Steve had, had been to in the office. Owen, oh, it was there for a bit sake. for sure. Stop trying to spread the you disease. Guys, the president of the United States is destroying the postal <laughs> service. Like, that's not a show. That's the real life. Hold on, yeah. Owen. Listen, in like what 50 years, we'll get a really good sci-fi show that will cover this. Oh, we'll, we'll get like 14 good sci-fi shows. You, 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 you need to shoot him. All right. Lovecraft Country email comes from Joseph O'Malley. Yeah. 
Hi, Alana, Brett, luck, Steve, Olive. and Owen. You better be there, you son of a gun. <laughs> I'm very excited to experience this show with you all. Sadly, I'm UK-based, so I doubt I'll be able to watch the episodes and get an email in before you record due to time zone shenanigans. So this will probably be my one and only email this season. <clears throat> Obviously, this is a new show, so you can't follow the usual ones, loves, one hates, one has never seen format. Oh. But luckily, like Watchmen, this show has some source material slash source of inspiration that hopefully some of you are familiar with than others. I've personally never read any Lovecraft, nor the source novel for that matter, but I feel I've picked up a lot of his recurring themes, tropes, and whatnot through osmosis, so I'm going in relatively informed. What level of familiarity do you all have with Lovecraft? Have you read the book the show is based on? I think we kind of covered that, but... <clears throat> how much familiarity no, Have you read any Lovecraft? I have yeah. personally not read any Lovecraft, no. But I've read I'm, In the Mountains of Madness. I, that that one... I remember getting it at the library or something and then being like, oh, I don't, I'm never going to understand this. And then I, <laughs> and oh. then I took it back. It's oh, so it, short. Oh yeah. I didn't, like, I didn't have time for that. I had to beat super Mario brothers too. So <laughs> wait, Fair. Owen, Fair. have you read any? No, uh, but Steve, is, there any, big... is there any email music? Oh, there is an email. <laughs> music. Owen, Whoa, that's a bless great, you. I haven't read any either. <laughs> Owen sneezes the music right into the show. Uh, you're right. I forgot all about that. Hang on. Really? Me... I thought we did an emails. We no no no. We have uh, we have music that we play during the emails. Oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, except I don't know where the Let's fucking playlist is. So I guess we don't. Oh no, here it is. <laughs> yeah, lucky ducky. <laughs> all right. This is a professional podcast. <laughs> Yes, it is. Oh, wow. We're on a tropical vacation today. Try the new Baja fries and chips at Taco Bell. They're <laughs> covered in chili cheese and cheese, guacamole, and sweet, sweet Taco Bell grande sauce. And every single worker in the restaurant's going to take turns dropping three to four thick loads of gum right on top of your So enjoy. Everyone's going to have a Not sponsored. <laughs> Not sponsored. Taco Bell's open right now. <laughs> I think I want there. me some nachos, baby. Shove them into my vagina. <laughs> Guys, um, so this guy really wants us to feel bad because he can't watch the show with us. I'm very sorry, sir. But maybe read the book and then give us book stuff. Send us, email, send us an email tomorrow for episode one and we'll read it next week. Yeah, is it is it's just don't a delay? do that Brett because then everybody's gonna do it and then I and I then ain't nobody got time for that also Watchmen uh -huh. took a very thorough but narrow look at race through the concept of inherited trauma I'm interested to see what avenue this show will take in its exploration of race relations in the US and on that note remember that black lives matter and vote blue this election for at least the possibility of systemic change because that's more than you'll get under the current leadership. Anyway, looking forward to hearing your thoughts, laughing at some new clips, and getting great insight from the emails in what will hopefully be another great season of the First Time Show. Bye-bye. Um, I didn't understand that sentence. Neither did I. Oh, okay. I like that he's hopeful, though. Yeah, I like the... <laughs> what 
what I interpreted as some of the sentiment, maybe. The Burge sends an email saying, your guys <laughs> continuing bungle. Black Lives Matter. I just don't want the watching of a new show to distract anyone from the fact that you guys never finished Castle Rock. <laughs> sent from my 32 iPhones. Yes. You said it! And we never will. What shall be oh, unnamed. Uh, I finished it, you guys. The good news is, the good news is, we already know what we're going to watch next, and it will fix all of your problems. Yeah, That's after right. this. You, you, you need to shoot him. <laughs> All right. Andrew Whitney sends an email saying, Lovecraft Country Episode 1. Hello, lovely people. Holy shit. I'm 100% in on this show from the absolutely wonderful and extremely campy intro to the intense and terrifying world building in both realistic and mythological ways. I'm so freaking pumped that this kind of eldritch horror is getting a more prominent spotlight in the generic, sorry, in the general public, and I cannot wait for more. Also, fuck cops. ACAB, baby. I'm sitting on my optimistic ledge, but currently I'm like, is this going to be one of the top five best shows in ever made? I know. Maybe. We can't. It might be. That's why I'm saying we got to take a deep breath. We got to take a deep breath and not we get too relax. excited. We got to relax. We got to not like get too to be excited. excited. I don't mind it. Be excited, but don't be too excited because... I don't get disappointed, listen, though, so I'm okay to be excited. You I'm not trying not to make excited. any comparisons to any, guys, anything in recent memory on HBO. But I'm just, What's your favorite show, Alana? I just want to say, let's all be safe. You never know when something could take a hard left and then it's not good. So everybody just keep your expectations as, you know, just, just take a deep breath. I don't know if this helps with the first time format. <laughs> Steve's talking to himself again. I am talking to myself. <laughs> uh, I got to say, I'm super stoked on this show, but I'm not like... I think I was a little more excited for Watchmen after the first episode. You are kidding? Not me. Yeah, not me. I'm I way mean, more excited. Oh, and I know you're not much of a I'm, horror I think boy. I'm, I think I'm the guy who just really likes this as opposed to like completely loves well, it. Well, because Owen, you're not really a horror boy. Well, I'm no, not I know. a horror I just, girl. If you guys are at a 10, I'm at like a 9 right now. Wow. Okay. Halfway through the episode, I literally thought, I don't know how I'm going to make it week to week. This yeah. is going to drive me crazy. I know. I wow. felt the same exact way. I Natish, oh sorry. Feel like they wrote that song, WAP, WAP about this watching this episode. <laughs> we got some wet ass pussies over here. <laughs> um, all right, Natish Meta says Lovecraft Country. Wow. Yeah. Hi everyone. Just want to say thank you for doing the show. As a huge horror fan, I was already looking forward to the show. Watching it week by week with one of my favorite podcasts ever just makes it that much more special. I was convinced the next show you guys are going to do was Twin Peaks, but hopefully that can still be a reality down the line, pretty please. Well, you, you. <laughs> you, you. We love the first episode, set an amazing tone, <laughs> and has, has me really excited for what's to come. You, you. Also, that red herring with Uncle George has me nervous. Him having that phone call about <laughs> with his wife about going on tour together next year made me so fearful. You, you. Yes, all of us. For his life. Wow, Brett. Nice show and tell. <laughs> My new friend's name is Show and Tell. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. What is that, a record? Is that the whole email? Oh. Oh, it's a DVD set there. Oh, beautiful. Oh, it's a four-year consideration. That's for, Emmy, that's for your Emmy's consideration. Oh, it's a bigger flex than wow, I thought. Wow, that's a huge <laughs> pack. They sent you all of that. You, you. Um. Oh, shit, you guys. I'm considering my Emmy vote now. 
<laughs> also, the red herring was great. Uh, so fearful. I feel like that was done totally on purpose with the number of times he nearly died. Sorry for the longish email. You guys are the best, Natish Meta. Thank you, Natish. Thank you. Hello there, red lady. Daniel Martinez says, hello, first timers. <laughs> Very excited to start a new weekly show. The, the show is fantastic. Disclaimer, I haven't watched the last Leftovers podcast. Saved it for tomorrow for work hours. I really like the explanation about being able to enjoy stories, art, and sometimes accepting their flaws. The separation of art versus artist can be difficult and sometimes impossible. I hope this can be explored further. I like the themes being addressed. Yes, absolutely. Nailed it on the head, man. Alana and I ended up having we paused a conversation about so Johnny deep. Depp and yeah, like we were like, hold on, that, we gotta do this in the pod. Yeah, yeah. Potentially falling like, from grace. Right. It's hard to say because it's like, I always think of like if Albert Einstein had been like a horrible racist, it wouldn't make E equals MC squared any less true. Brilliant. Yeah. So what do you do with that? You know, right. like, yeah, that shit sucks. Very difficult. Um, let's see. The contrast oh, of Alana, can you can you cosplay next week as the the red lady from the beginning? Yeah, I'll paint myself. Oh, red. that'd be great. <laughs> um, the contrast of contemporary oh, music. Wow, yeah. With the setting is something I love. Can we pause for a second? That was the fact that they did it that way was so awesome. Wait, should they, I know like, something? They... What is the red lady? No, no, no! Just like that's how aliens looked when they did these movies in like the sixties and seventies. Yeah, okay. It was just like paint like them a different the color stuff, yeah. and put on a weird like bikini, and that's an alien. Yeah, right. With, okay. with pipe uh, flying in the sky. Also, do yeah, you there's guys so much feel... that could have been like CGI, or they could have done it so much better, and it was like, no, no, let's just do it. Like they would have done it back then. I thought that was rad. Do you guys oh. feel like that woman was the woman that he called on the phone? Yes, I know it is because she's yeah. more in the show and I'm a huge fan of hers, Jamie Chung. Whoa, baby. spoiler alert. It said it in the credits. The world. She's, she is in and helped create one of my favorite travel narrative movies of all time. He's, and then Daniel goes on uh, to say, the contrast of contemporary music yeah, setting one? is something I loved what and movie? I hope it continues. I have to Google the title. I don't remember the title. He says, quick questions, maybe already addressed. Is Atticus half alien? And what? why did the truck flip over if it didn't touch the gray car? I think these things the will be addressed. Field. Oh. Yeah, I want to hear what they I, have to say. I didn't think anything about Atticus being... Well, they're talking like about his genetic or heritage or whatever. I mean, I guess he could be an alien, but I, my theory to Alana after the show was, man, I really hope that it turns out that his dad is like a Van Helsing that hunts down like Lovecraftian monsters, and he's part his of like dad's gonna be in it. Yeah, yeah, because he was his photo was in that thing, and it's and obviously the guy from actor. Boardwalk Empire the and The Wire. But uh, who's a fantastic actor. But my theory was is that his dad is like a bounty hunter or like he hunts down Lovecraftian monsters and he, and the family. It's like the family's thing. They have to like kill these creatures that come from like different dimensions or something. That was my. Oh, that sounds a little like procedural, like grim or something like that. Um, I want it to be like there's this thing. There's this fundamental thing we have to solve. Yeah, yeah, I'm all for a fundamental thing, but I'm also really deep into season four of Doctor Who right now, and I'm loving procedurals with monsters and shit. Cool. So if it ends Wait, up being something. Wait, it's four? Like... 
Are you Matt Smith yet? Well, no. We're in season. We're we're David Tennant, and we're we don't no spoilers. Oh, five is Matt Smith, and okay, we're great. Wow, great. Thanks. Just keep oh, dropping the spoilers, great. Brett. So excited. Oh, I'm sorry. Look you at had Owen. a fucking decade to watch it. Owen's crying. Owen is <laughs> crying his eyes out. Wait, I found the Owen's name of the movie. With the end of Blair Witch Project. Owen's <laughs> masturbating, it kind of looks like. Wait, um, I found the name of the movie. daughter, my friend. Yes? The name of the movie that I love, the travel movie, is called Already Tomorrow in Hong Kong. And it's like so underrated. No one talks about it. So very good. Oh, Wonderful. And it stars her and her actual husband, and it's kind of like a love story, so it's very great. Um, you, you. So he says, he continues to say, my favorite line, I am not scared because fear is not going to save us. And sent he was sent from John Carter's iPhone. And he says, P.S., Cinnamon by Nina Simone as the end credit song was perfect. It killed me. Cinnamon. Have you guys ever just listened to Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Just listen to it. And if you can watch a video of her singing it, is Owen like like, putting on makeup or something? What's happening? Owen, what are you doing? (laughs) What's happening? (laughs) Is anybody else actually worried about Owen? Let's listen. I mean, I always oscillate. Hmm? Uh, well, he's part alien for sure. Jason Miller. There's a band called Extra Fancy that did a cover of Centerman in 96. Is it great? That was the first version of that song I heard. It's different. <laughs> oh, okay. Jason Miller sends an email. It's, it's worth a listen. Saying... The ethical dilemma of being an HP Lovecraft fan. Oh. Hello, beautiful people. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited to watch this amazing new show along with my favorite podcast hosts and hopefully also Owen. I have a somewhat oh, serious. How come I'm not a favorite? <laughs> um, if you stayed, <laughs> if on you stuck around longer, <laughs> Alana, you know how long I was on this fucking podcast? <laughs> About as long as Brett and I. Um, he well, says. Yeah. I, he said I've lost. So fucking long to get through. (laughs) (laughs) He said, I have somewhat of a serious question, so I hope it's not bringing down the mood too much after some high-quality bits. Quick background. (laughs) In preparation for this series, I listened to the complete fiction of HP HP Lovecraft on Audible, promo code banter. (laughs) I don't think that's a real promo code. (laughs) You could try it. It's 50 hours of really captivating and creative stories, and for the most part, it's incredibly ahead of its time. The one glaring sign of the time period that those stories were written is the semi-frequent use of racial racial slurs and the non-existence of female characters. (sighs) I know in my heart that my values don't align with those of Mr. H.P. Lovecraft, but for some of his stories, I'm sorry, but some of his stories have become my new favorite horror works. My question is this. Uh. How do you separate the art from the artist when the content was created over a century ago? As culture changes over time, can the works of otherwise brilliant writers be forgiven for what would be considered extreme prejudice in today's society? Keep up the amazing work. Sending you all the love, peace, COVID-free hugs. I think we addressed it. Well, I don't think but we if you did. Have more I think to say. we repeated it and then didn't address it. Well, I think guys... what's happening now is really interesting that people are, you know, like, you know, the creators of this show are taking his works and, like, 
in a way honoring what's great about it, what people have really responded to, which is the like the horror, the monsters, what's interesting, and using it to tell a story about racism in America. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really interesting way of both paying honor to and shedding a light on the the problems with the you know it's the right with, way to do with, it you know, for sure. People. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. hard for me I feel like when when you're looking at artists from fairly far in the past when you know there was less there was less opportunity for someone to learn if they were the type of person who would have evolved their values if they were, you know, had their eyes opened. That's a little bit different to me than people who like right now we have people who are getting canceled who have are like shitty people when it comes to like racism and values, but we also have people being canceled who are shitty people when it comes to like actual acts they've done, like like Harvey Weinstein kind of stuff. To me, is like mm-hmm. okay that that says much more about the, <laughs> the individual than what's actually happening, what he's actively doing, than it does about like him just existing in what would have been normal for him at the time and not had an opportunity necessarily to like awaken himself from it. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. I think those are two mm-hmm. totally different conversations, and it I don't want that to take away from. Like things, obviously the times evolve and things need to evolve with them. So I think it's totally fantastic and appropriate that when someone like Lovecraft is being retold, his works are being retold in the modern day, they are adjusted to reflect how things have changed. I don't know, because personally, I, I don't find it as difficult to separate the art from the artist in general, but it kind of kind of depends what kind of art because some art is a lot more personally reflective well yeah art is personal you know you're not friends with the artist you guys aren't buddies having drinks (laughs) talking about racist things exactly (laughs) the art 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 is and has always been a reflection of ridiculous it's what it's what you feel when you look at art or you read art yeah, totally. And exactly in right. this case, it I think it's an opportunity. I think the easy answer is like we shouldn't read Lovecraft because he was a racist. But I think that if it gives you an opportunity to self self reflect and feel like be and you know kind of double down on I don't agree with this part of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, fantastic perspective. Uh, yeah, I think that there's you know it, there's always a benefit to self reflection and and uh, you know personalizing. That art. And when I said that we like addressed it, I guess I was more like when Owen said if we if it turned out Al- Albert Einstein was like a terrible racist, oh, and, right, right, right. you know, then it was like, you know, it doesn't change that E equals MC squared is true and brilliant. And uh, but, you know, it's, well, it's, it's diffi- but it's difficult. I mean, but I agreed with Owen. I agree with that. Um, but that's like science as is a slightly different than art. Well, sure, sure. With art, it's I guess it's for me I found it difficult to kind of like I don't really want to see any more Woody Allen movies and I don't want to see Kevin Spacey in movies and there's a lot of people that kind of piss me off to just kind of see and know that their soul and blood is all over these scripts and these movies and um, mm-hmm. it's hard to like to continue to support directors and actors and people that have to done know that truly despicable their movie supports them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to and to me personally Is it is it different because they're still alive? And I, you, there is a difference, like, hey, I think. Can you 
I guess so, but Michael Jackson's know. a really difficult one for me right now because it's like I grew up loving him so much, and you learn that like he may or may not be you know a really actual terrible person or had been a really terrible person, and uh, all of the allegations that came out posthumously are make things really confusing for a fan who grew up loving Michael Jackson's music so much, and now yeah. it just kind of makes me feel gross when I hear. A Michael Jackson song, and um, I've just kind of blocked it out. You know, it I made just, me feel gross. But that is the months, thing. It's but... like, how do you feel when you listen to a Michael Jackson song before you felt great and were excited and wanted to dance, and now you feel like shit? So you're not going to listen to it. But yeah, I guess I it's, just... it's like it, it's. I, I do think that it's very personal. It's a very you know. Yeah, like... I feel like for me, it's one of those things where it's like I gave so much of like so much of my life is truly surrounded by what I mean. So much of my life is a collection of so many pop culture things. And I think Michael Jackson is very specifically a huge influence and of musically in my life. And, and, uh, I've always loved him. And the fact that I had such a love for this, like artist, this musical artist, and then you learn that they're potentially part of really despicable shit. It just makes you like instantly lose all of your taste. For me, it made me lose all my taste and flavor for, Michael Jackson shit and now I just feel kind of like well what I gave him so much you know and I mm. and I and I took so much from that music and and it changed me as a person and now it's like I don't know what to believe so my personal take is is like you know maybe someday I'll be healed and I'll have dealt with it personally and I'll be able to listen to Michael Jackson again but I Wait, know I do. You're bringing up a really fantastic point, though, that I hadn't even ever considered that also people of the late 20th and mostly 21st century, we are far more like who we are is created by the content we absorb around us because we're so inundated with content. I feel like it's a super different conversation now than it would have been in like the year 1901 or something. Sure. Like you really the art you consume was so separate from yourself or such a smaller aspect of you then right. versus we, we now. used to not know anything about these people right yeah. Yeah. well but no mm -hmm. but that aside whether or not you know about their personal lives how you create who you are is so much based upon identifying like your identity is made up of the types of content you like partially now and it was never like that 100 years sure. ago that's so different like it but really... maybe it was but we just don't know no to it what wasn't because you whatever. could sit in your house and spend years of your life without seeing a single ad for something sure and today you can you can't spend 10 minutes without seeing, seeing a single ad for ad, something yeah. if you live in a city at least like period so it's different like we are being affected by other people's thoughts and opinions on stuff <laughs> all of the time so it's interesting that of course we're going to have a more personal experience of those thoughts and opinions and, and whatnot, you know, that it's going to really be more personally affecting to us. So it's like, a, I don't know. I've just never thought of it from that. That's a fascinating like evolution of it. It means something different. This now. is the new version of it. Yeah. And it's like, I think it's important to acknowledge that because it does make up a lot of who people are these days. Well, anyway, I, for, that's a well, lot of talk. Thank you for sharing your thoughts there, Alana, and I'm glad we all had a, a serious discussion about it for a second. But when we come back, we'll finish the email, so we'll be right back. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by a can of poop. <laughs> all right. <laughs> 
Now, now that we know poop has been, I said a can really of poop. Sexual harassing, and he's been a real racist <laughs> fuck. We can we still like can the of company poop? behind can of poop? <laughs> pay, gave money to Trump. <laughs> you, you, you need to shoot him. The company behind a can of poop <laughs> donated campaign money to Trump. All right, Clifford Odell they supported sends ICE. Ice. Clifford Odell. <laughs> <laughs> can of poop did 9-11 Clifford Odell Let's make some shirts that say Can of poop did 9-11 Finally first time show merch And that's what's on it <laughs> Is that insensitive To not, people who were affected by 9-11 That sounds like a TKO shirt <laughs> You're right it totally can does Alright Clifford Odell Sends an email saying I think we have something special And I agree that might be one of the best pilots I've ever seen. <laughs> a lot of really loves it. <laughs> and without the doubt, and without a doubt, the without best. Without the doubt. Yeah, it does say I without the I doubt. Am. It says without the <laughs> doubt, the best opening I've ever seen. I had to watch a second time to catch all the details. Oh, I feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. We should have watched it a second time. <laughs> well, we didn't have quite time yet, but now we do. <laughs> now we did. <laughs> oh, don't die. She went down the wrong pipe. The opening felt like a more exciting version of Ready Player One. Oh, I did not see that. Um. So anyway, he says, uh, "What do you think the red space lady is?" I think it's that girl he talked to on the phone. He's seeing her in his dreams because he's a big nerd for sci-fi. And that's what his dreams are like. And it says, uh, I'm guessing she was on the other end of the line, Atticus called. Also, it's nice to see that the scrotum eyeball monsters are on the right side of history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's that's great. Good. I wish we had a clip that said that. Uh, P.S. Was the sound mixing a little off for anyone else? My audiophile ears were upset during the first car chase. I didn't notice. Oh, neither did I. I thought everything was great. Israel Chavez Lopez. The dialogue was like a little muffled from the other stuff, but that was all. Really? Mm. Is this Maybe. our, our not very loud. Everything sounded good. Israel Chavez Lopez sends an email saying, Lovecraft <laughs> Country, first impressions. Hello, girl and boys. Israel here, ready for a new season of laughs, mysteries, and clips. Of course not. Don't be ridiculous. Um. <laughs> so I came out of the first. Of this first episode with mixed feelings. <laughs> first, the good things. Mixed feelings, oh. Uh-oh. I find the premise interesting. The setting is cool. Love the focus in black American culture. As a non-American, we don't see much of this on cable TV. Neither do we, let me say frankly, and we need to. It's not commercial here. We have to dig deep in order to find something non-white imported to us. So do we. And we live here. Neither Black <laughs> Panther nor Get Out were big here. I actually had to watch Get Out through other ways because it didn't get a theatrical release in my town. That's some bullshit. But thanks to the BLM protests in the U.S., which actually had an important impact here, I wanted to get more educated in black culture. That's wonderful. Now the negatives. Did he say where he's from? Uh, Somewhere Spanish-speaking, it sounds like? We'll find out. I don't give a fuck, man. Uh, now that Beckett Agoo, <laughs> Beckett Agoo, <laughs> 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 finishing it. 
<laughs> now the negatives. Some themes feel shallow and not too developed. <gasps> the acting is not bad. But, what? But coming from the leftovers, which in my opinion have some has some of the best acting on TV, it does feel kind of harsh sometimes. No, eh, I don't agree. I mean, it's different. I, the tone is different. It's not the same tone. The tone is different. I yeah. think this is That's very really realistic. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't have a clear vision of this because he's pointing out not U.S. connection. I think it's very. The other thing is, I do think this is very accurate to the time period in the U.S., but I don't know if that translates well. Is that <laughs> I, what you were gonna say? I was gonna say it's accurate to the time period, but also to the whole point of the show is we don't see a lot of black perspective, and black culture is very different from white culture in the '50s and now. Even mm-hmm. a lot of the ways they're interacting and stuff might seem more like I don't know whatever he said, but I think it's it seems from my understanding really accurate to the cultures at the times he says hey george freeman my husband did you know that atticus freeman your nephew just came back oh, that oh was... there was a little bit of that in the beginning yeah it's your sister oh my wife i love you <laughs> like, i mean that's just kind of like it's I just know, I know. Ex- listen it, yeah. exposition exposition okay. is very difficult to get right and I think, I think dude, I got will it say well. I was not confused. I was not confused at any point about who anybody yes, was agreed. or relationship yeah. to anybody and that's, else. And that's more a important. lot of times you are. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Especially in a show like this where you're introduced to a ton of characters in For the this, first episode. And there's other mystery things going on. So you right. need to be really obvious about the main stuff. So like, don't worry about that. The, yeah. The, the intentional mystery is coming up. Don't know? worry about that, Cinnamon. That's all for today, girls and boys. I'm going to get into this show cautiously optimistic. It feels like it can get very interesting, but I'm going to keep my expectations tamed. He's taking a deep breath. you and Steve both. Love you guys. Stay safe, and I better see you wearing a mask. That's right. Dan the Man. I think it's going to get bananas. I think so, too. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Dan the Man sends an email saying, Lovecraft Country. Wow. What an opening. Aliens. that the Dan? No. Aliens, War, and Baseball, pretty good episode. Great setup of characters. I feel like I need to get myself more acquainted with Lovecraft characters and stories. Great music, great acting so far. I'm ready for more. Also, that Aunt Jemima poster, relevant as fuck. Indeed. I know. Freddie wearing your microphone bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you put it that <laughs> way. Um, the White House. I, I was wondering if they put that in there. Of course. Like, uh... in, oh, you mean oh. after or if it wasn't no, in the No, because or I have been hearing about people in the black community talking about how fucked up it is that we're still using Aunt Jemima for like a decade mm-hmm. now. So I don't think it's something that makes sense that they would have already done to me. I have Dude. some uh, relatives that are pretty pissed off about can of poop. Uh, <laughs> and how that they've been portrayed on the can. How they've been portrayed on a can. How they, they can't get a can of poop at, at Walmart anymore. <laughs> Walmart took a stand, stopped carrying it. I was, Finally. I was listening, I was listening to the uh, a clip of a uh, thing um, that right from four years ago, right after Ferguson, and the conversation is identical. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, this saying shit is all not the new. exact same fucking things, and that uh, yeah, obviously <clears throat> goes way back. But like, some kind it, of it a... was eerie to be like, "Fuck, we just did all of this four years ago. We've been so distracted that we forgot. Now we're back to this. We're like, this has to be the turning point. This, you know, but we got to get better police reform and da da da. All these things. And just like, oh my For god. Sure. I just love that the conversation is like, hey, this this thing that your syrup is in is offensive. 
to people, don't you want to change it? And they're like, what, I got to pull my syrup out of something else? <laughs> you have a different shape bottle? What, I got to use, use a, a can of poop? No. <laughs> I'm going to use this can of poop over here. I'm going to pull my syrup out of a can what, of poop? My, my, that can has poop in it. Out of the, a woman-shaped <laughs> bottle. <laughs> I, if my syrup doesn't come out of a woman, I don't want I'm it. <laughs> Is anybody else starting to think that Steve's quarantine hair looks a little bit like Mrs. Pickles? Who the fuck is Mrs. Pickles? The mom from Rugrats? Dog's mom? Oh, oh my god. god. Didn't she have like clown hair? It came yes, out like this did. and then straight up. It came out here and, and it here. was curly, yeah. baby. You've got work to do. Um, I'll Google it. Don't you? I'll worry. get there someday. He says uh that. Uh, I feel like I need to get myself more acquainted with Lovecraft characters and stories. Great music, great acting so far. I'm ready for more. Also, the Aunt Jemima, yes, we did all that. The White House history lesson is always a, good, a great eye-opener as well. Great start mm -hmm. to a promising series. Can't wait for next week. Goodbye from Miami Dan. Miami Dan. All right, final. Hi, Miami Dan. He did the poll. He did the poll for leftovers. Ah, he very nice. slid down is, the poll Currently, it's almost a, a neck and neck tie at 60-40. Currently, Fred, the vote is closed. Fred, can you refrain from making the white power sign on this podcast, please? <laughs> <laughs> is that a real thing? I what? You don't know? What did. That's what? the no, Q. What? That's, that's like the QAnon white power. No, they can't have okay. They took Go the okay. Dude, they, they took I, it. It's done. They it's, took you, it. They, you haven't seen any I know. of that? Oh, my God. I haven't get seen mad, any of that. Brett. I get mad. Okay. It's time to get mad and do something that, about it. They oh, took the okay. To How much, though? Because I'm not into that. They didn't take a thumbs up. We still got the thumbs up. Well, not yet, but if you do it like this, this is how it breaks. Well, they never took the shaka, baby. <laughs> oh, wait. Let me try this. Check this out. Hang on. Uh, look. You, 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 you need to shoot him. Don't be ridiculous. He's got a gun. All right. Giovanni Cannoli. <laughs> Owen's choking on his pickle juice. Supporting white power. That's not what I want. <laughs> oh, well, don't worry, Brad. You, oh, you didn't know. Wait, can I tell you? Okay. On the subject of symbols being taken, I just found out the sim one of the symbols for pedophiles is a... Oh, it's a spiral. It's a spiral, but triangle-shaped. Triangle, so yeah. like... Dee -dee 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 Weird. Gross. Oh, all right. All so be careful. So be on the lookout, If you see somebody with a... I'm going to take... Um, I'm going to take the McDonald's logo for my personal brand. <laughs> I guess just requisition whatever you want now. Um, Jeez. No, but oh, they've Brett, been using it I, for ages. If you see someone really? tattooed with that, it's a serious, be careful. Is that a real fart? Is that your fart? Where, did you, where, you, where do you think the microphone is? <laughs> well, you've recorded your own fart and put it in that turntable before, so don't you dang <laughs> potty mouth me. Yo, you playing your little drum microphone. Yeah, Pac-Man video games in your turntable machine. <laughs> All right. Giovanni. That was, a, that was oh also God. a fart. Giovanni Cannoli. <laughs> sends an email. This is our final email, ladies and gentlemen. Final email, ladies and gentlemen. I'm tired and I want to play Worms or Fall Guys with Brett. Brett's choice. <laughs> Giovanni Cannoli says, hey there, boys and girl. Hope this gets Hello. you guys in time to read on the podcast. What a first episode, am I right? Loving the show so far. I'm excited to set off on this new adventure with y'all. All I have to say so far is that I think Lovecraft Country has so much potential to be a great show. And I hope it continues to shed light on racism in segregation era America instead of going full into monster mode now that they've found Professor Xavier's school 
for gifted youngsters. That's exactly how I felt. During this episode, I really felt as if the Lovecraft monsters were being used as a plot device to portray racism in America, where the threat of these Lovecraft monsters was always present, but the real monsters to our group of main characters was the systemic racism they encountered. I felt uneasy during the gang's whole trip, and racism seemed like an inescapable, always present threat to their well-being. Because it was. The scene where the gang was trying to make it out of the county before sundown felt way more tense than anything actual, anything after the actual monster reveal, and I hope this was intentional and a theme that they continue pushing, that humans are capable of and have already done things that are way more scary than anything in any monster story. I hope they continue this theme throughout the rest of the series and fear that this series could go in a Castle Rock direction real quick if they shift the main focus to just the Lovecraft monsters. Also, Letty is a goddamn snack with two C's if I ever seen one. Well, Agreed. that's I mean, there's a more respectful way to say that, like a smoke show. Much love, <laughs> Brad. Thank you, Brad. The problem with Castle Rock was it was boring. Was I don't that see your brother? Country getting boring. Um, Castle Rock was bad in a lot of ways, and love. But ultimately, it, it, I could have let everything go if it wasn't so absolutely boring. That's true. That's true. Who was the focus on the second season? It was an actor. Boring. Who's the girl that? It they... was Misery. 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 That's right. And played yeah. by whom again? Boring. The girl from Hot Tub Time Machine. That's right. All right. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I just want to say I'm super excited to be doing a show um, so much like Watchmen in so many ways and in the format of the Watchmen watch through that we did here on the first time show. Um, <clears throat> and I want to say thank you to our guests. Our hosts. Wait, are we signing off right now? Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Oh. We talked about this show. That's now. the end of the show. We loved it. It's Have great. Have you ever been on this show before? We, we well, I wanted to ask a question. We can't wait. Listen, I can't wait for more. You can't wait for more. It's exciting. There's not much to really talk about because we're just getting the tiny morsel of what this huge cookie going be. And I'm very excited. And I'm very, uh, I can't wait. But what do you want to say? Go ahead. Uh, well, I wanted to have everybody do their middle finger as we sign off so we could see how differently people do them because the oh, way the guy yeah. did it was very Atticus. unique yeah. to his hand. Oh, and that's I, some fun game. Yeah, and I also wanted to ask, have any of y'all heard your parents having sex before? I have not. Thank fuck! No. I have, and it was with a boyfriend. My parents only had sex twice, once for me and once for my brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked what up. What did you say, Alana? You're, I you have, did, but and it was what? Because my parents got divorced when I was like too young to know it, and so it was with a boyfriend. <laughs> and let me tell you, all that I felt was like the feeling that um, that Godzilla feels when he's like spraying out of his mouth. That was what I felt. I was just like... You mean like... Yeah, I was like a, a six-year-old on fire, just like, I will kill you all! Um, <laughs> That's all. Owen, did you? <laughs> nope. Thank God. Did you ever hear there this coming out of your parents' bedroom? <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> no, but one time I was going through their, I was looking for like a winter hat in the drawers of their no. thing or whatever, and I found some condoms. And yeah. I was like, Ugh. oh, condoms! I found, I found condoms. sex toys. Condoms ain't Sorry, shit. Sorry, mom, but I found condoms in your shit. But I was a very young boy, and I get it. You don't want to make any more of me. I'm a little shit. I have found love notes and sex toys. 
Is my mom just cooler uh, than all of yours? I, uh, I think yes. I That's cool. <laughs> Brett's, Brett doesn't like this discussion. Okay, sorry. Um, but here's we the deal. We'll now. do the middle finger thing. We'll but do it first, when we sign off. We have to make good on our promise. We can read Beto's email about <gasps> his pilgrimage. Brett, so. did, you ever, did you ever hear Mima having sex? <laughs> I mean, Mima and Peepaw were getting it in. <laughs> yes, they Work were. Yes. <laughs> That's that's why they let you watch all those movies. Oh shit! Probably. We got a player here. <laughs> all right, Beto Guevara. Okay, so anyway, for those of you that want to get the fuck out and stop listening to this show and don't want care about Beto and his journey, don't do it. Um, thank you for joining us. We'll be here next time. We're gonna have a new. Well, hopefully, we'll have um, someone who's never been on the show before next week, and we'll try to have a new guest every week. And then Owen will come back around when he feels like it. Ain't that nice? And um. What else do you want to say? And oh, so if you want to send your emails, please send them to thefirsttimeshow at gmail.com, all one word. And uh, if you want to make some clips or emails, songs or whatever, that'd be great. We love it. Same deal. Send them to thefirsttimeshow at gmail.com. And also, please follow us on social media. We have a seldomly f- uh, active Instagram account and <laughs> a slightly more, more active, active Twitter account. That uh, we have polls on and we retweet shit from people and it's very fun and that's a good time. And also, you're hearing this on the Valleycast uh, podcast stream. So thank you for joining us. And if you love the show, the best way to support it will be to go to YouTube.com slash the Valleycast and give the YouTube video version of the show a lot of love. Um, Like it, share it, comment. I read the comments. I like them. So if you guys want to comment there, I will read them, and maybe we'll address some on the show at some point. But, yes, please support that by following the YouTube uh, channel for the Valley Cast, and then liking that video sometimes if you like the show. You know? If you like it, if you don't like it, then fuck off. Um, all right. So before we do our middle finger sign out, which you can only see in the video version anyway, let's read Beto's email here. And for those of you who don't know, Beto was just on a pilgrimage. Through España. Through España. España. He did a short, like a week long, I think. Okay, let's hear it. All right. He says, hello, craft lovers. What are you doing there, Owen? Oh, he's about to do his middle finger. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, he's oh. winding it so slowly. Oh, oh don't tease, uh, you little bastard. Little tease. Oh, <laughs> Hello, giving. craft lovers. I know this is long, so don't feel obligated to read it on the podcast. First, huge disclaimer before people get on my face. At the time that we started the pilgrimage, the COVID-19 situation in the towns that we were going to walk through was very optimistic. It was mainly controlled. There were no spikes, and we were being very careful. I sanitized my hands. More times than I can count, we wore masks as much as humanly possible, and we had tests before and after the trip. Great. So El Camino de Santiago, or the Way of St. James, dates to around 820 to 830. It has mainly been a Christian pilgrimage since St. James was one of the 12 apostles. In the last 100 years, it has become more touristy. People of all religions take on the challenge. More ways have been officially added throughout the years. There are currently 10 different routes, all in Spain, but two start in Portugal and one in France. They all finish in Santiago de Compostela, northwestern corner of Spain. Our trip was uh, our trip was what is known as the original way. It is the most commonly traversed. In total, it would take around 30 to 33 days to complete 
When you start, you get your own pilgrimage passport, and they give you a seal for every stage you complete. The great thing is you can do it in your own time. We started in a town on the border of France and finished in Logroño. That was eight days of walking. I can and plan to go next year to Logroño, pick up where I left off, and walk the next seven days. I'll bring my pilgrimage passport, and they keep putting the seals even if it's a year later. This way, I can complete the whole pilgrimage in around three to four years. That's cool. As to why people do it, it's mainly for religious or spiritual reasons. Personally, I'm not religious or very spiritual, and I can't say I had any deep reasons to do this pilgrimage. I just had free time since I'm unemployed, thanks Obama, I mean COVID, and <laughs> was presented with the opportunity to go. So I can now say that it has been one of the best experiences I've ever had. I already knew the firsthand how beautiful this country is, but walking through it gives you such a different point of view. You can see how the vegetation changes the more you walk, and the routes offer some of the most beautiful sights I've seen in my life. It also made me proud of myself. I'm not the most athletic guy out there, and there were times where I was so tired and my feet hurt so much that I questioned what the hell I was doing there. But you end up putting one foot in front of the other and surprise yourself with what you accomplish every day. My favorite part, though, for sure, was the people we met. Most people do the same stages, so you end up seeing... The real walk was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> so you end, up seeing, you end up seeing some people every day. The towns you arrive at are very small, so you end up eating and resting at the same restaurants and hotels. By the third or fourth day, you end up getting to know some of the people, and by the end, you end up celebrating with them at the bar when you arrive at the next stage. I don't know if it's always like this or if we were just lucky, but I met some amazing people along the way. You develop a bond of camaraderie because you are, you're all enduring the same hardship. You start talking about which body part hurts the most, and before you know it, there are like 12 of us drinking, eating, and joking as if we've known each other for years. I'm not one to make friends very easily or being very social for that matter. Connecting with people that you would never have met otherwise was by far my favorite part of the trip. That's gorgeous. Oh, Beautiful. That. That's my favorite thing about travel. <clears throat> Lastly, and this I is... I wouldn't have guessed that about Beto. He seems very friendly. Yeah, I know. That's and true, very well-spoken and social. You're and underestimating wonderful. yourself, Beto. Lastly, and this is not a plug, I made a highlight on my Instagram at elbetogf with videos of each day of the trip. There's no commentary or anything. Just some of the sites and most of the towns we visited. I believe Alana will like it. Yes, I will. Like I said on my Twitter video, I fully recommend doing this pr pilgrimage. I would definitely train more than I did, which was nothing, and obviously wait for COVID to be a thing of the past. If you guys have any questions, just let me know, and I'll Google them for you. <laughs> Buen camino, Don Beto. Nice work, Beto. We're very proud of you, my friend. Thank you for taking us on your pilgrimage journey. I think that was very wonderful. We lived sort of vicariously through your journey, and what a special experience we you were had. inspired by your journey to the new fun things we'll do at, out of quarantine. After we all go to Hawaii and do the Lost Tour, let's go do this, dude. I'm yeah. so I'm not even kidding. Like I want, I was like, I want to. He do was this. on fire to do it. A friend of mine did. What? the full version of this pilgrimage after she had a lot of big tragedy happen in her life. It was definitely a spiritual thing for her and it was remarkable. And I think it's 
aided to a lot of her improvement, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. If Steve goes to Spain, he can go check out Zaragoza. <laughs> I know. We've been Zaragoza? Trying, I've been trying to get him to go since I first dated. Since I first laid eyes on the boy. All right. Well, I uh, that's uh, yeah. I mean, I lo- I would love it as soon as the world allows us to enter their other parts of it. I'm sure that can be planned. Anyway, um, all right. Well, we almost got to two hours, you guys. Thank you for listening to the show. You heard everything I said. Anybody want to say anything else before we go? No, let's fuck you out. See you later. Great. All right. Thanks for joining us, Owen, and we'll see you guys soon on the first time show. Bye. Bye.